Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Ciao ciao, just called me Nancy Delalio. I went full Nancy Delalio in Italy. Did you? I got properly into it. I started talking, eh, prego, va bene. I just got, I didn't know what the hell I was saying, but I just put an O on everything. Oh, good. Well, where, where am I then? Who's from Glasgow? Is Lorraine Kelly from Glasgow? No, I think she's from Dundee. I can't remember. Anyway, we're just Somebody stereotyping Scottish. here. Yeah, exactly. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. I had such a lovely weekend. Um, definitely went to bed too late on one of the days and then killed it the next day but um me and jays were having a conversation about it and i was like oh i really regret why did we go to bed at four o'clock now we've ruined today and he was like you know what we've got you have to take these chances we, we haven't got kids to look after today we've just you know you've got to do it and of course yeah, you it's do. always that internal battle there isn't it like oh we're away from the kids i want to feel wholesome and fresh and like not tired and all of this but then the other part of you is like I just want to get shit faced and oh my fun. god <laughs> this is why you and I are meant to be this is why really we should just get together and marry each other yeah. because we are made for one another and this is the conversation <laughs> that we have all the time between you and I have it me and Dozza have it you and Judgy James have it and I reckon that couples across the country have this <laughs> across the globe have this conversation about you know when you're not with them you should go to a spa hotel go to you know have a lovely meal have a massage go to yeah. bed really early but what you do is is stand in a bar and do shots and get shit faced with your mates yeah, because yeah because you get so excited you get so excited and you feel like you're a solo person again and that's absolutely okay it's more than okay it's brilliant it is it's brilliant and actually we did a bit of both because we did have a spa day when we got there on the friday and we had quite an early night on the friday night like 11 ish you know like just a nice nice Lovely. dinner a few yep. drinks like really sensible and then on Saturday we got completely shit faced and went to bed at four o'clock so <laughs> yeah, it's all about the balance isn't it <laughs> I mean I, I I feel like I again have had quite, kind of quite similar to you I had a re- we had like a really lovely romantic time just the two of us um, Taramina by the way anybody listening that's thinking about going to Sicily I highly recommend it I mean it's stunningly beautiful architecturally like there's an amphitheatre you know just like it's so old and beautiful and everywhere you look 
look there's like a gorgeous mm. little shop or you know a stunning little church or whatever it is and then they've got some fun the food was fantastic like obviously the Italians get it right but it was really cheap in comparison to somewhere like the Amalfi which oh, is super expensive Taramina yeah. was 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 really like was really affordable and then so we had that night and then we moved into basically the Love Island villa with 20 <laughs> of our mates and like saw the sunrise one morning dancing on a balcony we had Zaza's birthday to celebrate we went to like a proper bougie club with like you know those wankers that you see in Mahiki like, yeah with what the, sp- the sparklers sparklers yeah that was me oh I love Yay! it absolutely ciao, ciao. Love it. so um, I feel really really good and then this morning got like a big bump back to earth because um, got up and um, co-hosted breakfast on heart goodness <laughs> the, 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 I, said, I rolled over and said to Dozza this time two days ago we were still awake and now I'm getting up for work and he was like shh <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> but it was so lovely coming back to the kids um yesterday and yeah I just I just can't wait to spend so much time with them like I'm on I'm on pickup duty every day this week and I just was just wrapping them up in love it's like such a nice balance isn't it when you go away and then you come back to them yeah it is and we've had this discussion haven't we because going away I mean I I quite often have a few nights away from the kids because my mum and dad have them or whatever mm-hmm. but I think when you're going away just for fun there's a very there's a big difference is when like you know for instance my parents have them when I'm working like over half terms and Easter's and stuff like that and um so yeah there's a big difference when it's just for fun like we are choosing to go away without you guys for fun um I think it is a bit of an internal battle whether or not like you're okay with it like whether you should and you're okay with it and it's definitely something we've discussed haven't we I got such a nasty message and I've really thought about sharing this on the podcast today but I received such a horrible message on my personal Instagram from somebody who just set up the account to troll me um and I was crying on the plane actually going out because it was like um you you nasty selfish bitch how can you leave your children you work all the time and you've actively chosen to leave them you selfish like and then there was another nasty word on the end of it and I just I was so upset and Doz was like why are you crying and I was like because that you know that is the most horrible thing that you could possibly say to yeah, another person exactly. you know it, it, it I, I did feel guilty we do feel guilty when we, like you said when we choke yeah. when we choose to be away from our children and he was like Zoe we deserve this trip yeah exactly. that person is coming from a place of pain they're obviously you know they've got stuff going on in their life and I thought about reposting it and starting a conversation or responding and I just thought no you've got to let it go like yeah. you know we as parents deserve not to be parents all the time yeah. It's okay. Exactly. And like, you know, we say over and over again, we want to be role models to our kids. And I yeah. wouldn't want Gigi or Axel to think that they, as soon as they have children, they have to forget about all of their wants and needs. Yeah. I really, I would never want them to think that or to mirror behavior that I, you know, if I've done that, I, I would never want that for them. So I think going away and almost like not hiding it because I know, you know, I know some people who, when they go, you know, they go away on holiday, they'll go, oh, we're going away. We, m- mommy and daddy are going f- to work. Yeah. And I think I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no. it. I'm, I'm saying, oh, mommy and daddy are going, we're going back to Glasgow. We used to live there. We want to go and have lots of fun and da da da. And actually, we're going to take you there in July. Like, yes. I'll say that to them. Them. but I, I I really am trying to show them that it's okay for like parents to go off and do have fun and we are actually our own people and mm. we're not just there to serve them mm. um because mm. really I, nice, mean, yeah, really I don't right remember way. like I don't remember my parents going away like when I was younger I'm sure they did but I don't remember it I'm not like 
<laughs> I don't remember being upset about it. I was probably having loads of fun, like with my grandparents or, you know, whoever I was staying with. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think I think if we had parents who were around, like as in if their grandparents were around to help out, you know, my mum's in Kenya, you know, Dawes' dad lives in Scotland, you know, mm. then then there's then there's Dawes' mum, that's a whole nother kettle of fish and, and she's not present at, at now at the moment. It's like, I think if I, if I if I could leave them, you know, we have to leave them with their nanny Lucy, who's been with them since day dot. Yeah. But, you know, there is that moment where I'm just like, gosh, I wish they were making, but maybe they're making memories with her and they're going to have that really special bond with her as they get older because she's always going to be in their life and she's got a baby Freddie and they're like brothers and sisters, you know, they're so, so close. But Mm. it's just, yeah, we're sort of, I think we listen to all of this exterior noise about, you know, how we shouldn't do it and how we're made to feel and that's, you know, makes us bad parents and bad mothers and all this stuff. And I think I carried a little bit of that with me this weekend and I've definitely felt it since I got back. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's really, it's really, really, really good to talk about it. And I think we, we, we interestingly, actually, this ties on really nicely to the Q and A that we're going to be doing today because we have yes. spoken about it for the last two weeks on the podcast um, about kind of breaking the parenting cycle. Yeah, exactly, and not whether whether you choose to follow in your parents footsteps or you learn from things like mistakes they may have made or like little things that didn't make you feel good when you were younger yes that, you know you wouldn't want to take into being a parent yourself yes um, you wouldn't want to impart so, on your kids yeah, yeah it's actually so interesting it's such an interesting subject and even since we've had the conversations I've been really like picking up on like little things that I do mm. just like you know teeny things I think oh I think my mum used to do that Yes, I know. It's (laughs) it's really interesting, isn't it? it? Um, Let's get into it because we had hundreds of questions. So thank you so much for sending them in. Uh, George, you want to kick us off? Yeah, let's kick us off. So someone has said, I will never talk down about myself in front of my children. I love this one. Yeah, I, I absolutely do. love this. And I'll tell you why this really resonates with me because my mum was a model, like model in the 60s in London. Her whole life, I've spoken about this before, was how she looked and how glamorous she was. And unfortunately, my mum has based a lot of her um, her self-worth on her beauty. And yeah. so when we were growing up, you know, one of the downsides to that is that it was almost like she loved us more if we were slimmer or if we looked pretty that day. And there was a lot of language around looking pretty and being beautiful. And she sort of equated that to our talent in life. It was really weird. And I am really, really, really aware of like, if I'm having an off day, because my mum used to see my mum standing in front of the mirror and being like, I'm getting old. Look at my face. You know, I feel fat. And she used to say this sort of stuff all the time. And I will never, ever, ever do that to my children. I just, no. I, I just, I really try. If I'm ever having a down day, you know, to try and shut the door, do it when they go to bed or have a discussion with Dozer around it. I'm happy to open up the conversation around kind of, you know, aging and beauty and worth and value and all that sort of stuff. But talking myself down in front of them, again, no. I agree. I don't think it's healthy. No, I I mean, I sometimes will admit if I've made like a mistake or if I'm not good at something. You know, if I'm not good at something, like I know I'm playing football in the garden with Axel and he's in goal and he's making me strike and and I'll go, oh, look, Axel, mummy's, this isn't something that mummy's very good at. I'm not very good at this. Like I can, and I kind of try and show him that it's okay to not be good at everything, but I'm not putting a debt, like I'm not being, I don't know, like I'm I'm not talking myself down. I'm just no. almost just 
making like a light-hearted the joke state, out of yeah. not being good at everything. I mean, mate, you're not, you're not, you know, <laughs> messy. You're not David Ginola, so you're okay. No. You're all right. It's not your forte. No, that's fine. But it's interesting, isn't it, to not do that? Like even just when you get dressed in the morning, to not be like, oh, I don't like, I don't like me, I don't like this, I don't like these jeans, yeah. or I don't like how I look in these jeans. It is. It's so important. Not I, to do I that. remember. I remember seeing my mum. Bless her. Like I remember seeing my mum. You know, not being able to get into a pair of jeans or something once, and I remember her throwing it. She lost it. And like, oh you know, it was the, that was like a big moment in her life. That was like a big, you know, full on tan. I remember it vividly. I must've been about 11. And oh like seeing gosh. stuff like that, you know, it don't, I feel really sorry that that's how she dealt with various situations. And mm. that again, like I, that feels very present in my life. Like I, I really don't want to show them that that is how you deal with situa emotional yeah. situations, you know, you around know that though, sort of stuff. I remember doing that, like having a full-on tan. Like I, I remember when I first met James, if I didn't like what I was wearing, I would have full-on meltdowns. Like, and I remember like my mum right. and James standing at the bottom of the stairs and being my mum being so embarrassed and right. James just looking at me like, what the fuck? what the what fuck the over there? yeah but my mum didn't use like my mum never did that so mm. sometimes it's just I guess I've learned from it which is great <laughs> don't do that anymore yeah, exactly. yeah but sometimes you do make your own mistakes don't you um I love this one mine didn't prioritize rest I'm trying mm. to teach my children just how important it is to do that oh gosh hmm rest what's that yeah well, I, mean, no, I know yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I we know do. We both know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gosh, actually, I think I'm guilty of this. I'm so guilty of this. Like, never sitting down in front of them. Never. Like, they never see me, like, sit down and read a magazine. Or it, they never even sit, see me sit down and watch a TV program. I never even sit down and watch a film with them. Ever. Oh, George, why? I never do. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. When Gigi's a bit older, because we do this now on a Friday night, we have movie night every Friday night. Yeah. So we we always did do go this in lockdown. Get snacks from the supermarket, popcorn and various bits and pieces. Yeah. And we all sit down and watch a film. And then each week, you know, one of us gets to choose the film. So it's yeah. quite, that's quite a nice thing to do. But we're all at the, they're at the age where they can sit down and watch a movie now. If you've got younger kids and Kit, you can't really do it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Gigi will sit and watch a film, actually more so than Axel. Really? Um, yeah, because Axel's just like, he gets so scared. Aww. Oh, he's so sensitive. Um, so actually, she's probably a better movie buddy than Axel is. Yeah, you need to rest more, George. You don't rest. You never, you ever, don't. ever rest. No. I don't. I literally don't. So I, I'm glad that you've pulled this up, pulled me up on this because, yeah. and we've had this discussion because yeah. I do need to do that. And we probably <laughs> all do. <laughs> okay. They made us all totally body confident and confident in in ourselves generally. I'd like to be able to communicate better with my children than my parents or did or do. And that's from the same person. So she's saying a positive and then a, like a slight negative. Mm, mm, that's so magical. That body confidence thing is yeah. so intricate and so delicate and could go mm. can go so horribly wrong. So the I fact know. that her parents did that, that is, wow, that's a massive, massive pat on the back. I'd love to know how they did that. Yes. Like, I really, really would. I have conversations with friends about this as well. Um, my mum never talked about dieting or anything like that in front of me and still... I've had body confidence issues. Right. So I would really, I would, I would love to know. In fact, my nan was so body confident. Like <laughs> she used to like 
answer the door completely topless to strangers and just really, really <laughs> not care. Oh, I've got pictures of us on the beach in Portugal and she's in a thong bikini with oh, her boobs out. Imagine that, like, that's my nan. Imagine, like, you're my, I don't know, like... Yeah, she's her grandchild out in a thong bikini. Fab. It's interesting to say, what, like, would you have you ever sunbathed topless? Yeah, yeah, I have. Pre kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah pre kids. I definitely wouldn't now. Why not? I don't because I'm not confident. But what what do you feel? Is it because your boobs have changed or your body's changed? Like, what, what what don't you like about them now? Um, I don't know. I just guess I don't feel the need. Okay, well that's different. Don't feel yeah. the need or don't like them are two different things. Yeah, I mean I'm actually not that self conscious of my boobs. That's probably one thing I'm I'm really not that self conscious of. Um, but yeah, I just probably wouldn't. I'm not like I don't know. I feel like my nan was a bit more of like a free spirit and a bit more of a. Not exhibitionist, but you know what I mean? Like, she just liked to feel free. I don't oh, really feel I'm like... I'm obsessed yeah. with your nan. I don't feel like that. If you're ever having a wobble or a down day, just channel your inner... Your inner, inner Georgia inner nan. nan. Georgia yeah, nan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah, I find it really interesting how you can sort of instill that body confidence in into somebody because I would love to know how to do that. Eat to fuel your body and have anything you want as long as it's in moderation. What an amazing, yeah. amazing bit of advice that is yeah. because actually... This this is kind of linked to what we were discussing before about sort of body confidence. It's um it's the relationship between food, isn't it? Yourself yes. and food. Like I think growing up, a lot of people around me had issues with food. Whether that was you know, an, my sister was an overeater, I was an undereater. There was an unhealthy relationship. You know, Dozer will talk about it quite openly now that when he's stressed, he binges. Yeah. Um, you know, and we use food as comfort. Like, oh, yes. if you if you eat broccoli, you can have a treat, and that treat will be a biscuit or a piece of mm. chocolate or some sweets or stuff. It's it's really and that language must come from our childhood. You know, yeah. if, you, if you have just that little bit of that, then you can have an ice cream rather yeah. than saying like, you know, you just got to eat your broccoli because broccoli is really good for you. Yeah, exactly. And also, like we spoke to Molly Forbes, didn't we, a while back? Mm. And she was saying that sort of her philosophy is not to demonize any food. So yes. then all food is equal. And then soon, this is what I, you kind of hope, I guess, to instill in your kids is that they learn what food makes them feel good and therefore that becomes the good food because it yes. makes them feel good. And I think that's really important. In fact, I, James's parents had the kids at the weekend and um, they they are sort of telling me about a, a scenario and they said, oh, um, Gigi really wanted a biscuit and I was trying to tell her to have some apple instead of the biscuit. And I said to them, do you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, just let her have the biscuit. It's fine. Like, mm. I don't want to, I don't, oh, and then, then they said, if you have some apple, you can have the biscuit. That's what and I mean. And I said, I said, oh, you know, you don't need to do that. I was like, I tried to, I tried to just be like, I don't really care because I don't, like, I don't want her to have that thing of, oh, I should be eating the apple, but really I want the biscuit. Like, oh, I, I, such I, a I hard really... debate, that one. It's such a, because I, I've. Yeah, it's yeah, sugar I... and it's bad, right? The biscuit, I guess, it's bad. It's, it's not, it's worse for your body, isn't it? But then how do you, how are you ever going to learn that unless you 
eat loads of them and then realize they don't make you feel great the thing is is that if i didn't do that bargaining tool with kit he genuinely would never <laughs> eat anything fruit or veg like related so i kind of have to say to him if you eat that but like you know you could it's not if you eat that you can have that it's if you want to have that you have to eat that does that make sense yeah because you're saying everything in moderation yes like if you eat the good stuff you can eat the bad stuff yes exactly so is that right or not i don't i i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's right <laughs> i'm just saying like when i try and think of these things uh, that whole thing that molly said when she came on the podcast about not demonizing food i am really sort of trying to to kind of follow through with like just and just see if it works I guess because it makes sense to me Mm. that if you just if if all food is equal then they don't see having an ice cream as a treat but they might see having sushi as a treat do you know what I mean because they might be like yeah exactly like oh I love that Axel absolutely goes mad for mango like he sees that as like pick a mix he's like oh yeah mango you know where he got that from that's because you ate that like yeah (laughs) you know pick a mix when during your pregnancy we'll be right back after this short break Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? I love this one. My parents were amazing, but I'd be terrified at bedtime. And now I co-sleep with mine. It's not interesting. That's so interesting. Her parents were amazing at bedtime, but she would still be terrified. So it was kind of like, didn't, you know, didn't matter what, I think, I think this is what she means. That didn't matter what they did. She'd still be terrified. And now she co-sleeps with her own children. Because if she was terrified, then her children will be terrified and she wants to be there for them. Um, and and actually I, oh my gosh, I do really resonate with this one as well. Well, I spent my whole childhood being frightened of our house. We grew up in like a 16th century farmhouse in the middle of nowhere and it was a million percent. It was haunted and there were creeks in the night and it was like, you know, we had an attic with a spiral staircase and it was just, it was a beautiful house, but at night it had me and my sister were just, we were frightened of it. It, you know, it was quite a scary house. And, and now I'm quite frightened to be alone, me in, in a house by myself. So I constantly have to like keep checking myself to be like, you know, I'm like, oh, let's leave the light on in case. And then I'm like, no, 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 there's not in in case. It's like, do you want to have the light on? Luna sleeps with the light on. But like, I really, really have to force myself to not be frightened. Like when I'm in charge of them, I am frightened to be alone. Yeah, I remember you saying this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of like a natural feeling, but it's definitely 
heightened I guess from your childhood because yeah. I don't I, I don't remember feeling scared and stuff at bedtime and are you scared at bedtime now can you sleep alone I can now yeah but I haven't it depends it's weird isn't it because it has depended like depending on where we've lived because like we lived in the middle of nowhere when we lived in Manchester and I was petrified absolutely petrified whereas now I've got lots of neighbors around me I don't know yeah. Yeah. It's just a bit more like logical, like logical. I don't yes. think I've got that like instilled fear from, you know, feeling scared as a child. I don't think it's that. I think it's literally just anyone would be scared in a like big manor house in the middle of nowhere on your own at 24. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But yeah, it's interesting that now she's co-sleeping because she doesn't want her kids to feel like that. And I think so much of it comes from that. Like mm. what we do, we mm. remember feeling a certain way as a child and then we don't want our children to ever feel like that. And that's why when Luna's all tucked up in bed and I walk out of her room, I switch the landing light on. I just do it automatically because I'm like, don't I don't want, want her to, to be frightened because I had to wander yeah. around in that those little like cor- tried to get to my parents' house and it was p- house my parents' room and it was pitch black and it's like, Ugh. oh gosh. Um, this is from Izzy. I have no memory of my mum playing with me. I always make an effort to play with my daughter. Oh, oh. yeah. That's, just, yeah. that's quite a heavy one, that one, I think. Yeah, it is. It really, yeah. I think that's a really, in a way, that's a really nice lesson that you've taken from your childhood because yeah, she's not true. saying, you know, my mum was a shit mum. She's saying, I don't have any memories of her. Maybe play, maybe Izzy's mum was, you know, was, 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 you know, was good at cooking or, you know, they were kind of outdoors yeah, doing stuff, other stuff. Yeah, sort of exactly. sitting down and playing with them. They're the memories that she doesn't have. So actually yeah. that's a really nice breaking of the cycle because, mm. you know, focusing on playing and actually being present with your child, that's so, so wonderful isn't it yeah yeah it is and I definitely don't play enough with Axel and Gigi do you um I I definitely don't play with them probably as much as I should but when when I'm with them I like I'm really outdoorsy so we're always like charging around we're always going on walks you know we're always like going on adventures and we go on like nature I do I do things I guess from my childhood that I really loved and it was all outside so I don't yeah. really want to sit inside and like, you know, build a Lego house. That's not really my thing. But actually, if yeah. you want to go like pick up some slugs, I'm in. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about it. I don't I don't really sit down. Oh, do you know why I don't sit down and play with the kids? Because they always tell me I'm doing it wrong. Oh, George. <laughs> I just get fed up and I think, <laughs> oh, fuck you then. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> God, I love you. You're doing it wrong, but I still love you. <laughs> This one is around shouting. Um, mm. and anonymous anonymous message. Shouting. I never listened when she shouted loud. Shouting is a is a big one actually because I think yeah. if you were shouted at as a kid, mm. you're a, you're more of a shouter. Yes, definitely. Were you shouted at? No, not until no. I was a teenager. Yes. I, like I, my parents are very sort of not. La- I don't, don't want to say they're laid back because they're actually quite. They were quite strict with me. But when I'm not from a shouty angry household at all um and I definitely I'm not a shouty person now but I sort of have this thing I have a a bit of a weird debate with James about this because he is a shouty person like he is way well more more so than I am and I kind of get it sometimes that when I'm saying something to the kids, I don't know if it's because I've got like a high-pitched voice or a soft voice or whatever it is, but sometimes it doesn't land. No. (laughs) And so then he'll shout at them and it does land. Yes. And I think, 
oh, but it's annoying that you have to get to that level. And then what happens when they're a teenage, they're teenagers and we've shout, we're shouting at them for something like so trivial now. And then when they're a teenager and it's actually serious, are they going li- to, are they going to listen? Cause I remember when my dad shouted at me when I was a teenager and like put my phone in the bin and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I, I was completely mortified and like petrified because he'd yeah. never done it before. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if I agree with shouting. Sometimes I think you've got to save the shouting. Save the shouting really, really, save for the, the really big stuff. For yeah. the big stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. My, my, my view is, is that, you know, like my dad was the softest, most gentle, lovely man in the world. But when my dad shouted or raised his mm. voice in any way, we just listened. Yeah. And it, you know, there wasn't unnecessary shouting. Like, Dozer actually pulled me up the other day and he said, look, I don't know if it's, you know, are you okay? Basically, because you're you're blowing your lid quicker than you normally would. Like I was, I think I was quite hormonally out of balance. I always blame that. Maybe I'm just a bitch. But um, he was like, "Is everything all right?" Because you're normally able to handle situations, but at the moment you're just sort of flying off the handle. And I, I sort of really, I really took it on board. Actually, it was quite a big kind of moment. And I re- really, really have tried since then. That was maybe a month and a half ago to mm. not get shouty because shouty. I don't know if you find shouty is quite addictive. Like taking yeah. yourself up there where your cortisol levels are raised, it, it gives yeah. you, it feeds you in some way. And then you're like, oh, well, that's where, that's where I can go. But if you can get down to their level and say it calmer and it can yeah. land without you having to raise your voice, that obviously is a better way to do it. Yeah. Cause actually sometimes shouting is like a release, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah. and actually you find yourself shouting about something, but it's not actually what you're really no. shouting about. Do you know what no. I mean? It's like a build up of all sorts of stuff. And then you end up shouting about something really random when really there's about a million other things that you've just left yeah. to build up. Mm, oh, this is interesting. My mum was always sometimes brutally honest and I am too. No, sh- no sugar coating builds trust and maturity. Well, this is Doza all over. Is it? So let's have a discussion <laughs> around that. That's a, that's a really... Uh, I think that that there is a time and a place for it. Yeah. I yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to think. I think my parents definitely sugarcoated things like when I I was younger. Mm. For sure. Oh, it sounds like I like I was you know, we were like competitive sporty kids. And yeah. so it's like for a like yeah, my my parents sugarcoated emotional thing, emotional stuff, but when mm. it came to certain aspects, they were quite brutal and down the line. So actually, right. I think they they got the balance quite quite right there. You know, yeah. it was like like in this day and age, like if you come 18th place at school, you get a medal. Like when I was at school, you needed to win, and if yeah. you didn't win, you didn't get a pat on the back. It was like I was. I was pissed off if I came second because I wanted to win. And yeah. there's elements to that which are awful. And there's elements of that that have made me like a real kind of, I guess, driven, ambitious person. Um, and when it came to the emotional stuff, there was a lot of sugar coating and there was a lot of, there was probably too much of it. You know, yeah. it was all like stepping around it with kid gloves and, you know, not wanting to upset anybody and talk about mm. your feelings, lots of crying, lots, you know, it was all a bit too much. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I think some people, are a bit more like straight to the point a bit yep. more uh, you know they're, they're not like I don't want to say fluffy, spade to spade. Yeah, they, yeah some people are like that naturally and then some people 
don't like they're just not like that and so it's, I think it's, sometimes it's difficult isn't it because sometimes some, something is just your personality like yeah. you you know you, you're you're more direct and and I guess like James is is similar to that like if I know unless you win at school he'll but he I mean he'll say did you enjoy it did you have fun like yep. that kind of thing and he's like oh yes. well, that's great but he would never yeah like exactly the same like if Axel came I don't know whatever in a race or whatever he wouldn't be like oh my god well done that's so good unless he actually thought that yes yeah I, again there's a fine line isn't it yeah it is whereas I probably like oh my god well done you came <laughs> last well done it's amazing you know like so I definitely need to like rein that in I'm yeah I don't know maybe if you've got a bit of both in your house you're all right there you go I mean does it will say to me that he you know he was he was raised in the locker room and like raised with that you know if you if you fucked up on the pitch you fucked up mm. like they'll come in yeah. and say right you messed up there you did x y and z and you had to put your big boy pants on you had to get on with it where if someone says good. stuff like that to me now I'm like yeah. oh my god I'm broken you don't like me I'll cry for ages about it. I'm so sensitive I'm like yeah. come on I need to man up a bit yeah it would the thing is that that kind of I think criticism is good like is good as long as it's constructive do you know what I mean as long as they're like you did this you did that and then you can own it and be like right yeah okay I did and next time I can you know improve on it or whatever but it's difficult it's so difficult because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings oh god no I like can we finish on this one because we haven't spoken about value of money value of money from 13 we'd be given 50 pounds a month for from our jobs and we had to buy everything um kind of like our own things from that what what are your what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I really don't know. I tot- I think it's great. I I really do. I think it's it it definitely will teach you the value of money. But what I what I kind of worries me about this is I feel like you have your whole life to worry about money and uh, I don't know like at 13 I I feel like I wouldn't want my kids to miss out on certain things. So, you know, if their friends are going to the cinema and then they've spent their money, I would hate for them to miss out on it Mm. just because I'm trying to show them teach them teach them the value of money because they've got like they've got their whole lives to worry about that and 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 sort of navigate it, I guess. I don't know. I'm with I'm with our um I'm with our quick person who sent their question in. Questioning. <laughs> it's the person that sent the question in. Question sender. The question yeah. sender. Because I think it's really important because I don't think you can ever really understand the value of money unless it's 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 taught at an earlier age. Yeah. And I think people people get quite, you know, you can't have your parents subsidizing your life. And you, no, you know, you're gonna not. get to a point where you either don't go to university and you've got to go out and get a job. But if you don't understand how to run your life with your finances and you don't understand, you know, how to yeah. pay bills or how to do X, Y, and Z, it's gonna it's really gonna kind of mess you yeah. up. So I think again, it's kind of having that healthy balance with it. You know, yeah. I had a sat- I had a Saturday job, Merriment's Garden Centre. Loved yeah, it. Bringing out the old scones to the old people that came in on the <laughs> coach you? and I loved it. I worked in a deli and um I basically just used to eat all the paninis like no joke like <laughs> I, I I must have eaten like four or five a day I reckon and then I don't, four I don't know four or five paninis yeah a day that's an aggressive yeah. amount of carbohydrates I know, I know but I've probably hung over most of the time I reckon <laughs> and um and then I remember once he said to me pass the ice cream the man who owned the deli and I said oh. please <laughs> please and he refused to say please so I walked out oh you're fired <laughs> 
<laughs> Brilliant, George. I walked out because I was like, he won't say please. And I remember my mum and dad being looking at me a bit like, mm, I mean, great that you stood up for yourself. <laughs> but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. I, no, I do think it's important, like, yeah, to, uh, to, to teach them to earn money. But yes. I probably will be the one that they come running to when they've run yeah. out. <laughs> Love and that. Well, will and me. so will I when I've run out too, George. Oh, do you know what's so annoying? But we've run out of time. We had so so many questions oh that were sent gosh. in we probably need to do a part two to this yeah I think we do because there's so many other topics to cover but don't switch off because we're going to talk about our favourite products things that we've been using um, across the weekend last weekend when we were away George yeah okay so I had my makeup done at Charlotte Tilbury on Saturday and I love doing this I've spoken about it before it's £50 and they do your full face of makeup and then it's redeemable against product so Ooh. essentially you're not really paying for the makeup to be applied you're just buying your makeup so I think it's a really like good way to to do it like if you need product anyway then you get you know you get both lovely but they used the new Charlotte Tilbury foundation I think it's called perfect skin on me and it's lovely oh yes gorgeous so I don't know if you've heard of a brand called Byredo yes yeah which is um, uh, like a scent perfume aftershave and I hadn't actually come across it before and and, like since I've discovered it and bought it for Dozer I bought it for his birthday I've literally seen it popping up everywhere weirdly Um, and I got him the Rose Noir it's not cheap it's 120 you can get it on Cult Beauty 127 quid but it is super beautiful like really luxurious it's such a grown-up scent and um really different to anything that i'd kind of smelt before and he was looking for a new um aftershave so yeah i just wanted to yeah share it with you it's gorgeous no, nice yeah actually i found a bit of a bargain fragrance um so you obviously you know when you go away and you only take hand luggage and yeah. you want to just take like a really small fragrance with you so i went into zara and a lot of their fragrances are made by joe malone Yes, I know so, that. Yeah, so I thought, oh, do you know what? Maybe I'll just give one, like, like, give it a go. And I found this fragrance called Fashionably London. I think it was about six pounds for a tiny little, like, roll-on thing that you can just keep in your bag. Oh, my it's God. Gorgeous. I had so many people say to me, like, ask me, like, what I was wearing. I've never had that before, I don't think. Like, where they're like, oh, my God, what's that? That's so nice. What is that? And um, that it, that's what Ooh. it was. Zara, like, six quid. So I feel like I shouldn't have said this good now. Now people are going to borrow and I'm not going to be able to get it. <laughs> Giving you one at either end of the scale there, guys. Exactly. So I'm going to talk about an amazing pair of Gladiator um, sandals that I got from River Island. They are absolutely beautiful. I, I posted a couple of pictures on my own Instagram. Yes, but I'll link lovely. them on here. I've seen I think they're like 35 quid as well and also a set that I got from um, Oasis it's like a crochet like really really beautiful crochet trousers and this gorgeous crochet top which would look amazing if you've got a summer holiday coming up again like proper you know like budget high street but like really great quality and looks great so we'll link both of those for you lovely so nice and I don't think I've got anything to add I think we can finish up there (laughs) do you know what what a lovely podcast and thank you for sending in your questions week after week these Q&A's really are they're so uplifting I find them like a form of therapy actually and it's it's really great to have you guys listening you know just like continually sending in the questions and wanting to be part of them so thank you 
Um, as always, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and give the podcast a little follow. You'll never miss an episode. Um, yeah, and if you have got any suggestions for podcasts, these are for you. Obviously, they, they help us too. But if you have got any topics that you'd like us to cover or just discuss, then please do drop us a DM. We're on at Made by Mummers on Instagram. And we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mummers is an insanity podcast production. And today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.